Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the End Zone Club, where we have prepared a platform for the kids to push them from potential to purpose. And as you guys know, every week we'll be streaming a new former professional athlete every week that'll be sharing life experience as well as game experience. So today I'm excited because I've got one of my favorite Anthony's in the world and number one former cornerback for the Cleveland Browns, Mr. Blaylock, if you will. Take a moment to introduce yourself, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Anthony Blaylock, uh, graduate of Winston-Salem State University. Uh, first four years, Cleveland Browns. Two years, San Diego Chargers. My last uh, uh, year in the league was with the Chicago Bears. Awesome. Brother Ant. I know all of us men, sometimes we do the water cooler talk where we share stories about our past career. What's that one go-to story that you always tend to bring up when you're talking about your career? Oh man, uh, my, my, I guess my, my, my one uh, uh, story that I, I talk about all the time is when we were scrimmaging the New York Giants and my idol, one of the guys I watched growing up was Lawrence Taylor. And, uh, and that was uh, Belichick's first year as a head coach. And uh, Lawrence Taylor, I was, I, I mean, I was just like a kid, just glued, just watching him. Mm-hmm. And I remember this like it was yesterday, man. It was like we were in the, the, the team de- defensive room. Mm-hmm. And probably 80 of us on the defense going over, you know, uh, film from the previous practice. And uh, we're going over certain plays and who did what wrong, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And Lawrence Taylor is walking down the hall with his flip flops on and shorts. And, and he walks by and he peeps in the room and he walks in and flips on the light and walks up to the board and looks at what's on the board and looks back at us and says, that ain't gonna work. And walks <laughs> back out and everybody just starts laughing, man. And that's just, I, <laughs> he was that type of guy, man. Oh, man. man. All the time. It was just, just unbelievable, man. I, I think about stuff like that all the time. You know what? You couldn't script that any more perfectly than those kind of stories, you know, because Lawrence was actually one of my favorite players. I actually, when he was playing, I was living in New Jersey. I was an army brat. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot of, a lot of Lawrence Taylor um, exposure. Unbelievable. Now, let me tell you another one now. When we were, we scrimmaged him that whole week. Okay. And so I was, you know, I was on mostly mostly special teams. Okay. So I was, you know, running down on special teams. So he was one of the upbacks. And I don't know why they had him on special teams that particular time. I don't know. <laughs> but he was an upback. And okay. he was he was blocking. So I was one of the gunners. So I'm coming back and I see him. And back then I'm like, oh man, I got an ear hole shot. <laughs> just to drill him. And so I run and I just, wow, give him a good shot. And he looks around after he gets up, he just nods his head like that. And so it won't, 
and it won't no more than five five minutes after that we're going out of special teams again and he hits me and i know i i was in the air i know five five yards man he hits me and i'm flying man and then i i get up and then he says okay 24 we even now he said don't you try that ish again and right i left him alone bro right <laughs> I left him alone. but see and what's so funny, and I want to segue this because I, even though I know that you played, and you played in an era where the receivers were men. You had Jerry Rice, Chris Carter, Steve Largent. I mean, there were a lot of guys in your era. But that speaks to the football player. Let's take a step deeper and talk about the man. One thing I know about you is you're a man of faith. You're a man of principle. You're a man that lets that be your guiding light. Let's talk about that for a minute. When did all of that start? Oh man, I was uh, I was brought up that way, uh, uh, Aunt. Um, similar to I've I've, I've I've witnessed and listened to your background for you being a PK kid, but I was just brought up that way. My grandfather was a preacher, man, and 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 that's always been my foundation. And so I was that I was that dude in in in, in college. My roommate, you know, I'm, I'm reading the Bible before I go to bed. I'm on my knees. And so that's that's always been my foundation. So every team that I, I, I went to and that I played with, you know, I was, you know, the guy in the Bible study. I was a guy, you know, we're all getting together. So that's, that's always been my foundation. I like that. And to that same point, how does that still guide you now? Oh man, that's, 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 that's always our foundation. And as far as, you know, through, you know, any, everybody's gonna have the, the trials and tribulations. So, you know, the, the the word, you know, the Bible is always, you know, your almanac. It's always that foundation. Uh, you know, and it's, it's something to go back to as far as you know. You can try to have someone to talk to. That's always good. You know, mentally that's good. But if you 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 true to the word and you true to the foundation. And it's true to like us getting together and just listening to other bro brothers and, you know, on, on calls and, and, and that type of thing. That's what strengthens me when I'm going through stuff and to listen to other brothers like yourself and to hear wisdom coming out you guys. That's what gives me, you know, my strength to continue on to know that I got other brothers in the fight with me. You know, one thing I like about what you're saying, you're talking about a community environment. It's like, I right. think it's important for our youth, especially to know that they're not alone because now kids are facing real life situations. If you ever sit down and you just really take the time to listen, it's like they're presented probably with things that we've been faced. You didn't face and generations didn't face. It's like everything's in real time. If they make a mistake. Right. It's now it's on Facebook. If they make a post and they hit send that shouldn't be put out, it's right. out there. They can't take it back. You know, they're being bullied. They're being shamed. What is one thing, if you were living in this environment now with the information you've got as a young athlete, what's, an, what's some advice that you have for that young athlete living in this time? Oh, man. Uh... I, I would say, Ant, to, to, to be, to continue just to always be genuine and true to yourself. I mean, for for me, in that in that era, when we were growing up, you know, my thing was, uh, I was always that guy that was like, 
you know, if I was at the wrong spot and everybody's drinking and everybody's smoking, or if I'm at a spot, I was always that guy that everybody knew over a period of time, don't even deal with Ant, because Ant don't drink, Ant don't smoke, Ant don't deal with any of that. And the reason I didn't deal with that is because I, I watched so many people ahead of me in my neighborhood that I watched them fall. And then I, my brother went through that. My brother was a great athlete, but my brother, you know, he, he was one of those guys who fell to the wayside that, was, that wanted to get high. So I, I watched that and I experienced that. So with all that peer pressure and everything, I stayed true to myself. So I was that guy that was like, over a period of time, they, they just knew, man, even as, don't even have to ask Ant, that, that, that's just, just Ant, and then doing sprint. I would, I would do the things, the little thing that most people thought that was like, man, wh wh why are you running sprints while everybody's out? At this party, mm. I was working on trying to better myself, and I was always doing that. So to this day, I can't tell you the number of people that I went to high school with or I was in elementary school with that they were like, "Man, man, I tell my kids every day some of the stuff you did and how you mm. worked hard, and then mm. we see where you're at and what you accomplished and what you put into it." So that's my reward right there, and and that's that's what mm. I would tell kids today and what they're dealing with today because regardless of what's put out there we all we all fall short of graces of god we all gonna make some mistakes but if you stand true to yourself you're gonna you're gonna go the right path and you're gonna do some 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 good and some great things you know i like that because i talk about sometimes the difference between wisdom versus experience it's like wisdom wow. is the ability to be able to see somebody making a mistake and knowing I don't have to go that same path to have that experience. And from what I'm hearing, you were very observant of your surroundings, of your environment, and you use that to your benefit. I think that's something that that's on, you know, that's timeless information. And if the kids got nothing else, I think that's something they should take for life because one thing about us, we've got athletes in our home and it's funny that some of the topics you just covered are things we're trying to instill in them because you know as well as I know in every community, there's always guys that could have made it, but they didn't have that extra push to do the little things. Right. That's what separates exactly. the good from exactly. the great. But with that said, exactly. brother, and I yeah. want to thank you for your time. Go ahead. Go ahead. I appreciate no, no, I, I, I just real quick. I was like, we all have that person in the neighborhood that was a great athlete that 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 we that would have, should have, could have. That's like I could have played pro. I could have did this, but fell to the wayside. I didn't put in the put in the work or either got caught up in something. So I just wanted to yes, tell that. that that's so true, brother. That's so true. So, so before we go, are there any lasting thoughts, any living words of wisdom that you want to share before we get out of here? Man, I just I, I just want to uh, uh, really uh, uh, say something to you as far as what you're doing, brother, because what oh. you're doing as far as uh, 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 you and your wife and what you guys are putting out there for these kids, it is truly awesome. And, 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 and since I met you, we haven't had a chance to meet in person, 
But since I've met you and I've talked with you and I've seen what you're putting out there, brother, that is truly a blessing and continue doing what you're doing, brother. And if it's anything that I can continue to be a part of and help you with, brother, I'm there with you. That's why uh, I'm I'm going to hold you to that, sir. All I'm right. going to hold you to that. But you hey, that. Thank you for coming out. And again, for the youth, make sure that you take the time every week to listen to these guys as they're pouring out life wisdom. Listen, I'm learning. I'm involving. I'm engaging with these guys, but it's a blessing to me. So until next week, y'all be blessed. All right. Appreciate you.